It's Thursday, May 6th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's show, we talk the art of getting shit done, and Caitlyn Jenner sits down with Sean Hannity, plus The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more, and it all starts now. Now, why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian That's Dion Comedy Hour. You're okay. listening to the... Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy, changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays, happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. (laughs) From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Toller. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's a a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Thursday, April or May 6th. A waste of time. Every time, let me turn this down. Lately, every morning, I don't have my cans on just right away. I'm doing stuff and then I put them on when the show starts. And Jen, you put yours on first. 
And every morning you scare the shit out of me because you scream. Can you put that in my cans? How come? I have a question. Go ahead. How come first thing it's louder than the day before? I don't know. In my can of Rooney's. Did you, did you wash your ears in the shower today? Bob's. Anyway, thank you for joining us. We're, of course, available on all major podcast platforms. Wash my ears. And uh, please uh, review and subscribe. Or if you're already subscribed, feel free to drop in a hot review. Oh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. YouTube, smash the like button. If you're watching this on Facebook, share. Smash the share button. Because, yes, we uh, bring you five new episodes a week, but we record them live. Weekdays at 7 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter Live, and Daily Motion. Good morning. Morning, Putin. Here we are. You were cutting it close this morning. Running around. I know. Late start to the day. Rolled that, out a bit yeah. late. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling okay? Yeah. I'm fine now. Good. Woke up with you giving me shit about the cat. No. Here we go. <laughs> it's never thing. a good time to bring up any kind of. Well, first thing. No, uh, I said good morning. With your scowl. I don't trust them. Well, because the cats eat our plants, and I'm trying to save these plants. I know, but at least... Uh, hi, good morning. I did. I love you, sweet pea. Also, I don't trust the cats. Sorry, delicate flower. I am a delicate flower. I've been talking about the 75 hard that I've been doing, or that I've completed the 75 hard. Now I'm doing phase one, which is 30 days after the 75 hard which is added on to it so there's there's more things to it the 75 hard again repetitive for our our die hard or uh rider dies that's a new thing i learned mm. rider dies now for our, our you know loyal everyday listeners i'll be repeating myself but for the new listeners i'll plow through it quick the 75 hard you do two 45 minute workouts a day it's a discipline challenge or a discipline program rather uh, more than physical, but it's about doing these things. Two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outside. can be a walk. Read 10 pages of a book. Audiobooks don't count. Drink a gallon of water. Four liters. And follow a meal plan. It can be anything. And no cheat days and no alcohol. So you can't, if you skip or miss a day, you start over. So I did the 75 days. I actually did 80 days because on day four, I had started over. But then this phase one, after 30 days, you add a five-minute cold shower to that. And you, what else is there? Oh, 10-minute dedicated visualization. And critical, uh, a power list, you, you have to do three to five things off your... It says eight because it's a long story, but it's it's really three if you haven't been doing dur- during the seventy five days. I haven't, I wasn't doing that, so now it's th- so I have to do three critical tasks on my power list, and this is, today is the third time I'm starting over. No, the second time, phase one, I failed twice. I keep tripping up on the critical tasks. Mm. 
The power list is a list of things you're supposed to do, things that are not habits in your life yet. That, that you're trying to that make will, a habit? Yeah, that will move your life forward. It could be habits or it could be just tasks that, that in your business you have to do that will move your business forward or your life. And that's where I notice is my big block in life is getting shit done, doing shit, annoying, monotonous, small tasks that move you forward. I procrastinate, put them off. And so this is my day one now for the second time I'm starting. So when I'm done there, if I, if I keep plowing through and get those critical tasks done, it'll be a 37 day phase one instead of a 30 because I tripped up twice. How dare you? It's so hard. That's my thing. Getting things done. Annoying little things that you have to do <clears throat> every well, day. You said this yesterday. Probably everybody's like that. I said, Most people are like that. Yeah. But the thing with this whole program, this Live Hard program, it's actually 195 days because you take 30 days off. After this phase one, you take 30 days off. And then you do phase two, which is another 30 days. And then phase three, which is another 30 uh, days, totaling 195 days if you didn't start over at all. And yeah, we talked about it last night. And so this morning I thought, let's talk about it. Because a lot of people I'm sure can relate. Most people procrastinate, put off the things, the annoying things, the little things you have to do every day. And high achievers, that's the difference. They don't. They do them. They do the annoying, monotonous things that suck. Yeah, because they know that doing the things that suck feels better than not doing them. Yeah, like yesterday, I felt like shit. I didn't do my my critical tasks on my power list. I was tired. I was here in the studio. I did some stuff, like I did some, but I didn't do three of the things that I set out to do, and that feels worse than doing it. One of my mm-hmm. things is doing cold calls for corporates. Just do ten. And I could I couldn't get myself to do it. I was like, oh, I'll do something else. And it's it's so uh, annoying mm-hmm. that I do that to myself. So I'm trying to. This whole thing is about conditioning yourself to 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 build discipline to do the things that you don't want to do. Which is why you do the two forty five minute workouts today. Which is why you do the five minute cold shower. Because taking a cold shower sucks, but you're building that will to just get up and go and do those annoying things. Yeah, doing something you don't want to do, even though you know it's the best thing for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is the best thing. You know it intellectually. You know it on paper. Like, I have to do these things, and I know it. I like this quote from Jim Rohn. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. That's a great quote. And that's the thing. It's not... Can you read it again? Yeah. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Yes. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. And the things that successful people do that unsuccessful people aren't willing to do aren't these big, grandiose, difficult, hard, huge steps and things to do. They're little things you have to do every day to move your business or your life forward. Little things. Making 10 cold calls. Doing this. Doing that, uh, you know, they're the little things that we just go, oh, I don't feel like doing this right now. And why? Like, doing it is not great, but the result is what you're after. And that's that's where there's a huge disconnect. 
So by starting this phase one of this Live Hard program for the third time I'm starting. Is it the third time? Yes, I started once. Stopped. Yes, I'm starting for my third time. I uh, skipped or, or had to reset twice. So this is my third go at this phase one. So I just have to do these little tasks, but they are critical to advancing your business forward. I'm just repeating myself, but <laughs> that's the way I, I function as I say things over and over. Well, I think sometimes it's good to say it over and over because it's like, it's kind of, it's, I don't, for some reason it's, it's deceive, deceitfully simple. It is. And, and that could be anything. It could be things about uh, things in your life, just like, okay, I have to do the garden today or in your job. It doesn't have to be a business per se. Mm-hmm. But little things that will advance your life for that will bring you closer to the life you want and the goals you want. Th- those are the little things you have to do every single day, and they compound, right? If you do ten, for example, ten cold calls a day, that's fifty. That's seventy in a day. If you're if in a week, if you're doing them on the weekend, yeah, it's kind of like the same pr- principle as you know. Um, if you ever try to save money, it seems like you're never going to save any money, very much money if you only put away, you know, I don't know, $150 a month or $200 a month, but it adds up. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, it adds up and the interest compounds on it and so on. Yes. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the Julian Dion financial hour. (laughs) No, but this, this not being able to do things, I realized by doing this program that it's, that's my Achilles heel, if you will. Yeah. I just procrastinate and avoid doing the little annoying things. I'll, I'll, I'll set up these systems and these spreadsheets and all these things on my computer, no problem. But when it comes time to executing, I don't know, there's a block in me that I'll go, I'll just do it. I'll do twice as much tomorrow and relax today. And it's not relaxing or enjoying or enjoyable not doing those things. It's worse. Like you feel like shit. You go to bed at night and you go, fuck, I didn't. Mm-hmm. do those things i lost the day mm-hmm. totes <laughs> you're playing tetris over there not at all okay. i was just watching nuggy smell something oh. over there and i got nervous about what it was but it's just a pen <laughs> not Cats. by the way not depends <laughs> a pen it was just a pen oh exciting we booked a guest we have a guest tomorrow yes tomorrow morning Jules Cormier, Dr. Jules Cormier, will talk to us about all things pandemic and vaccines and and maritime ninja warrior and so on and so forth. He's a he's an old friend from high from high school. And on Tuesday, you booked a guest. Go ahead. Yes, I booked a guest that I'm really excited to talk to. Chopped Canada champion. Matt Pennell. I'm really excited. So we have a guest tomorrow. We have a guest Tuesday. And we're just going to continue having guests and make it part of the show. Add value for our listeners. Yeah, we're going to have as many as possible. And sporadically, it's not necessarily going to be just on Fridays or whatever. We'll have them when when we can. Mm Mm-hmm. As often as we can. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to, well, both of them. I, I, I love it. It just makes it more interesting. I also, if you got, if anyone has any suggestions on guests, let us know. Uh, and uh, also, if you have any questions for either guests, 
put it in the comments live or send them to the email, which JD is... Show at lemonpress.ca. Thank you, Jennifer. So was your critical task today moving on from that talk? Which talk? That we were just talking about. Why? I don't know. I feel like you weren't to... Uh, no, you gosh, no, on? not at all. I just didn't want to forget to say it. Right. Because I, I, th- I made a note to myself to say it, and uh, the way I remember things is just do it, and then that way. I'm super into it. Okay. I The only... Th- I'm super into that, and I'm intrigued by... Well, because I think most of us are intrigued by habit. How does you create new positive habits? Like uh, that book, Atomic Habits... It's really good, and it's a bestseller. It's a really, really popular book. So mm. there's all these different ways to create new habits, but I think the 75 hard is a really smart way because you have to start over when you mess up. Yeah. If there's no consequence, it's kind of like being a kid. Like when you're a little kid, there's actual consequences when you misbehave or whatever, and that's how you change your behavior. But as an adult, like how do you keep yourself self accountable? I almost didn't start over. I was almost like, well... Let's just t- today because I did everything else on the list. I meditated. I did the cold shower. I read. I did no. I didn't read actually. I skipped it because I was like, I'm I'm starting. <laughs> I know over. that was interesting. I'm starting over tomorrow. <laughs> interesting. Well, because we watched the circle, the the finale. Oh yesterday. yeah, so much to talk so about. So I was like, uh, what do I do then? I'm like, well, since I'm starting over tomorrow, I'm gonna take the ten pages off. What? Interesting. Why? And explain. You're just nodding and looking at me. (laughs) You're like, you know, this is radio. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't, what do you think that Andy guy would say about that? Like, should you have still read? Oh, probably. But I I knew I was starting over, so I thought tomorrow's another day. And you know what? You're always, you're so productive. It's crazy. So does this Andy guy do, does he still... Andy Frisella, by the way. Does he still tick off uh, that he's the guy who created this Hard 75? Does he still do the ticking off every day? Like, does he still do the... Yeah, he posted yeah? on his Instagram. He's like on day 17 of phase one right now. What's the phase? So you do the whole thing all over again? Like you do it for, you do the Hard 75. 75 hard. 75 hard and then the... Phase one, take and then which yeah. is thirty days, and then you take thirty days off. Yeah. Then you do phase two, which is thirty days, and then you do phase three, which is thirty days, and that's the thing. That's the whole thing. One hundred ninety-five days, including the thirty days off. And then you do it, and then so he's on his how many? No, you don't have to. You don't have to start over. He says you can do it once a year, once every few years, once you start, you know, uh, deviating from it or whatever, because it's to change your mindset. So if you start slipping into old habits, then you do it again to recalibrate he does it every year okay that's what i was wondering so is he on his which one phase one like how many times though is this the second time he's done phase one no it's just we're just in uh, may so 75 days he actually started over he's he's the 75 hard in january or something like that because his uh farmhouse was broken into and vandalized we took two days off and then started day one again and is this the first year that that it's ever been ex- in existence? No, 2019, I think, is when it came out. Okay. So I was just wondering, if did he start in 2019 then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right and away. And so now he's... Would this be the third time he's doing the... Maybe more. Oh, okay. So he's done the phase one before. Yeah. And then you change your tasks. I wonder, does yeah, he the, talk... The, the task can change every day, 
or it can be something that you struggle with. Like for me, a new one is is getting up as soon as the alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning because I, I would snooze. And, and that kind of sets the tone for the whole day. You drag your If you drag your feet out of bed, you're going to drag your feet all day for me. And so my one of my critical tasks on my power list is get up as soon as... Because it's not a habit for me. It's something that's difficult and it's something that will definitely move my life forward if I get up as soon as the alarm goes off at 4.30. Mm-hmm. So... That's one thing, but it can change. As soon as that's a habit, you take it off. But it can also be like this album that I've been <laughs> sitting on for all these years. Okay, finishing it and submitting it, submitting it to uh, Sirius XM. So that can be on my list for two days, and then once it's done, it's off. It doesn't have to be like on the list forever, or you know what I mean. It doesn't. Uh, it can literally be a, a day thing. Like okay, today it's on my critical. I have to do this thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's it's great. It really is great. And I almost didn't I was like like I said cuz I before before I decided to skip the reading yesterday cuz I was fully starting over. I was I had that conversation with myself. I'm like maybe maybe I'll just cuz I did everything else. I'll just read and I'll just tomorrow will be I'll keep going, but I'll definitely do my critical t- and I'm like no, I have to be accountable and start over if I'm not doing that the the critical tasks cuz I just straight up did not do them. And this guy, can you tell me his last name again? Andy? Frisella. Frisella. Andy Frisella, he used to be like overweight and and didn't didn't he? he yeah. Changed his life like he really Yeah, yeah, he owns a few big companies, fitness companies and all this. So it's inspiring. I like stories like that. Well, it's inspiring because it's someone that's done things like he's, you know, extremely successful mm-hmm. and he's a speaker and all this. Anyway, try to get him on the show. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a hard get. But anyway, the, uh, circle season finale. Yes. We watched season two finale yesterday. It's a great show. I mean, what, what can we say? Yeah. The best part of the show is the beginning part. Like, I so far... You don't like the end when they get to see each other in person and stuff? Yes, and all the yes, I, I do like that. I just don't love the end end where they get interviewed. I don't know. Yeah, you realize they're just lame people that... I don't know. It's just like kind of a letdown. Like, it's such a good build, 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 and then meh. Yeah, and then I don't know. I just I'm really happy for the person who who won, which I won't say anything. And in, in, in case people are going to watch it, which you should, because it's just a nice distraction from this whole um, to pandemic to pandemic to pandemic to pandemic. <laughs> but it's and we were talking to my mom last night, and she said, "Yeah, I think I'm going to watch it." I'm like, I "There's no think. way she gets through even oh an episode." God. It's twits. They're 20 year old twits. Well, not all of them. There's a 58-year-old on there. That's true. But he's playing a twit. <laughs> yeah. So. To make it seem like everything is fine. He's catfish. Everybody, it's, it makes you realize, like, this poor woman who's on the the season two, I think she's 42, which is not even old. And the 20-some-year-olds, like, poor girl. Eh? Like, anybody over 32 
is like old, old, old to 20 year olds. Like, yeah. like she, one of the guys was like, oh, I didn't even know what was going on. I saw her and I thought, oh, is this is so- that Trevor's mom? Yeah. Mom. <laughs> like if it was Trevor's mom, Trevor's like 30. Yeah. Like she's like, thanks. Anyone over 35 is basically 70 to a 20 hey, year old. Are you like Trevor's mom? That <laughs> guy's a doofus. And yeah, she's just like, mm. I love that show. And this is this is again why they release things like they don't release them all at once. It's kind of annoying because you do want to binge it, but people talk about it because everybody saw the finale yesterday and no sooner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yes. People that are watching the show. Yeah. So then it's, it just stays relevant longer. Then it, had it all been released when it came out three weeks ago, it would be over. I mean, we, no one would be talking about The Circle Season 2 on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, and take my word for it, okay? It's it's a ridiculous show. I'm not saying it's anything like going to change the world or anything. But if you want a silly, silly, fluffy thing to distract yourself from, I, I don't know, the shitty news, watch it. Because <laughs> it's just stupid. Don't downplay it. You love you. You <laughs> love it. You've said out loud multiple times, "This is a great show." Well, it's and then creative. You have this like goofy smile on your face when you watch it. I look <laughs> over and you're just like staring at the screen, like <laughs> smiling ear to ear, grinning. It's a really interesting game and very creative. Like whoever came up with that, it's such a good idea. And it's also very dystopian future where you know you only communicate via text. You're. It's like Black Mirror kind of. Black Mirror kind of esque, where it's, yeah, they're just in these apartments, quarantined. They can't, they can't get out. I don't know. There's a. It is interesting of, because when they meet face to face, it kind of reminds. Ve- huh? When they meet face to face. I didn't say meet. Well, because you. Anyway. Jeez. Nit, nit, nit. I know. When they meet face to face. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what about it? Well, when they meet face to face, it's always it. this kind of like awkward, you know, when you, you've talked about this before, where you have a friend who you FaceTime all the time and then Every you day. see him in real life and it feels awkward. <laughs> The one time, not anymore, but yeah, we, we FaceTime pretty much every day and then we <laughs> we met up, I uh, went to Kingston and uh, we, when we first saw each other for like 10 minutes, it was like, hey, so like <laughs> bashful, like kicking the stones in the ground, like, so should we go get some some beers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. And you're like, can I have two tunes or what was it, what was it loons? Hoons. Hoons. <laughs> Please tell that story really quick again. I've said it so many times on One the podcast. More. I mean, it's to be I- fair, probably not as many times as I've explained the 75 hard, but went to uh, <laughs> a buddy of mine that I was working with in Toronto. This is another situation, by the way. It's not the same. What? The Hoons? No, it's just awkward. It's awkward social friend took time. A, took a buddy of mine for lunch <laughs> and... A new friend, kind of. A new friend, yeah. We worked together at a restaurant in Toronto, and uh, you know, you you know each other at work. That's it. We had never like left the building together, <laughs> and it was his birthday, so I got him a bottle of tequila, and uh, I was like, "Let's go grab lunch." That's a good friend. That's really. I nice. was a better friend to him then than now, and I know him better now. <laughs> and we went for lunch, and you know, all uncomfortable and <clears throat> nervous on a mandate. 
and then uh, the server was like, "Do you guys want dessert?" I'm like, "Yeah, just let's have one." And I guess we'll just have one dessert, but but two hoons <laughs> instead of spoons. <laughs> and you I guys still nervous. laugh about that, eh? Yes, we do. It's oh, so funny. Two hoons. Two hoons. I love it. Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor of California. <laughs> Caitlyn, did you know this? No. Yes. You didn't know? It was, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, the news, but you sat down yesterday with Sean Hannity and the internet. The internet is aghast. What do you think? She's, uh, well, it's funny because she's running as a Republican, which Republicans have a lot of anti trans policies, and she's running as a Republican. So that's kind of been a thing. But also, this quote from the interview has been circulating. It's pretty funny. This is her trying to connect with the people and show how, you know, she's just one of us. Well, let me play this clip quickly, and then we can dissect it after. California. My friends are leaving California. I- she's talking about how everybody's leaving to Cal- California, which a lot of people, there's an exodus, like people are heading to Texas and other places. <clears throat> mainly because of state taxes. And this is what she has to say about that. California. My friends are leaving California. Actually, where my hanger, the guy across right over from me, he was packing up his hanger. I, said, I don't know if you caught that. Packing up his what? Hanger. She goes, actually, at my hanger, the guy across from me, he was packing up his hanger. Where are you going? And he says, I'm moving to uh, Sedona, Arizona. I can't take it anymore. I can't walk down the streets and see the homeless. I don't want to leave, okay? Either I stay and fight, or I get out of here. Did you catch any of that? Yeah. <laughs> so she's saying, she's basically saying, you know, I'm, I'm the person across, uh, you know, a hangar, airport yeah. hangar, like yeah. for her private jet. She's like, the, the other guy across, the guy in the private jet across from me is like, I can't leave. I'm tired of walking over homeless people, so I'm leaving. She's like, oh I'm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to leave, even though I'm, I'm, I too am tired of walking over homeless people as a rich person in a private. Unbelievable. I just thought it was pretty funny. California. My friends are leaving California. Actually, where my hair, the guy across right over from me. It's just the way she talks about her hanger, as if we all know. As if we all have hangers. Most people are like, is he in your closet? What do you mean, your hanger? He was packing up his hanger. I said, where are you going? Like, does he packing just have, up his hanger. Does he just have one hanger? Like, poor, poor, does he just own one also, shirt? Also, what do people keep at their hanger? I didn't know people were packing up. Like, and he's- It's like you're packing up your office with your boxes and taking all your stuff. It's like, what do people keep? Even if you have a hang, now I'm intrigued. Like, what do people keep at their hangar? Yeah. Says I'm moving to uh, Sedona, Arizona. I can't take it anymore. I can't walk down the streets and see the homeless. I don't want to leave. Very relatable, Caitlin. (laughs) Good one. You know, ha. Me and my private jet friends, ha. We're tired of seeing people, ha. <laughs> Seeing homeless and walking over them everywhere. Huh? I don't want to leave. Huh? And she's making it sound like it's this. Like we all have hangers. Not only that, also like she's so I like I don't want to leave. Like I'm, I want to stay. And yeah. and even though it's so hard stepping over these homeless people to get to my hangar, I'm not gonna unpack my hangar. Or I mean, I'm not gonna pack up my hangar. 
I'm going to leave it the way it is. Crazy. Hi. Hi. I'm Jen Grant. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Daily dose. You can't predict Daily what you take dose. Off on Get the news what? from coast to coast. Uh-huh. Daily dose. Come on. Daily dose. Yep. All What's the hands there? From coast to All coast. the news and the headlines from Jim Grant. What'd you say there? I said you can't predict what's going to take off on the show as like topics. No, you really can't. So uh, here's your Daily Dose for Thursday, May 6th. So I want you to, you guys to know that creating the Daily Dose these days and trying to avoid the vaccine news is quite a challenge, but I'm going to strive for it. This is a crazy story. So for the first time in recorded history, a young mother, 25 years old, has given birth that's not the first thing, though. The first thing that's ever happened in recorded history, someone has given birth to nano, nanoplits. Nine? Yeah. Wow. The official word for nine babies at one time, that's nanoplets. Nanoplets? Nanoplets. Nanoplets. Uh, from <laughs> It happened in Morocco. She's, like I said, 25 years old. Her name is Halima Sisu. The doctors thought there were only seven. That's like a litter. Yeah, I of think babies. you can call it a litter at that point. Yeah. Turned out to be nine. Of course, it was a C-section. I'm assuming that you'd have to have a C-section with that many babies. Five girls, four boys. And it's the, like I said, the first largest delivery, like largest amount of babies. And they're all in good Just health. Just say it, litter. <laughs> largest litter. When was this? Just like recently. Imagine it's an accident and you're like, well, you know what? We're at a stage in our lives where we just accept, we roll with the punches and, and we're going to be happy to welcome this bundle of joy in our lives. And then you get nine, <laughs> you go from zero to nine. And there was no mention of IVF. Like I think. Th- Often that's the case. Yeah. That's crazy. Nine. That's a lot. Does that mean she, when she ovulated, she must've released nine eggs? You're asking me that? <laughs> you are asking me that. <laughs> the woman on the show I know. is asking me about, I have no clue. Don't you release a bunch every time? Like, and then one gets, or do you just release one? I don't, we're going to look into this after. How, well, you don't know how many eggs you release when you, when you, when you fertilize, when you. I know that typically it's one. Oh. I thought, and then when you get older. And you're you're getting to the point where um, your eggs are not great anymore. Like they're, I know that they that sometimes the yolks up are pale. <laughs> sometimes, because when you're younger, you get the per like the best eggs are released when you're younger, and then as you get older, the the body starts to go okay. Like we're running out of eggs because you have a limited amount. It will spew out. Uh, multiple eggs as you get older sometimes i don't know why Hmm. so that's why a lot of older women will sometimes have like twins and triplets and stuff because they've released that many eggs like you need more eggs to have multiple and that's why ivf people who get 
um, help conceiving will have multiple births because there's multiple eggs. They're giving you more of a chance to have um, a successful conceiving and like successful healthy embryo. <laughs> Do I know more than you? Did you know that? I hope so. Why? You're also a human, eh? I know, but Created I don't from ha- an egg. I don't have the organs that spew out the eggs. So? I don't lay eggs. <laughs> I don't lay eggs either. <laughs> I'm not a chicken, eh? No. <laughs> anyway, so there's been other um, famous multiple births, like the Dion Quintuplets. That's your last name, Dion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my last name. Good observation. That happened in 1934. Did you know that? The Quion? Quion. I didn't know that they were... Imagine uh, they were born in Quion. The Dion from Quion. <laughs> That's a place. Quion. It Stop. Is. Come on. What? That's cute. Well, I don't require the ha ha ha's from the sound machine, but I also don't need to get a. <laughs> anyway, so that was in 1934 in Ontario. And did you know that it, when all that happened, the Dion quintuplets, um, that they had up to 3,000 visitors per day? A day? Yes. 3,000? Yes. In 1934? Yeah. How were they c- traveling? They weren't. They didn't have the circle to watch. They just wanted to go and look at five Are you babies. sure? They were getting 3,000 yes. visitors a day? Yes. Because people that were absolutely amazed. How are they just walk up on horse and buggy? I guess. 3,000 people? Ah, I guess. Every day? Well, what else is there to do? Are you sure you read that right? 3,000 yes. a day? Yes. Think about that. Yes. Where do they live that even 3,000 people could come by? Like Queon. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was maybe like 3,000 a year no, or something. No, 3,000 visitors a day. It was a big deal. But how? It was just, just these families walking Netflix up. They like, in 1934. I know, but think of even more crazy that it's 3,000. Like now you could just drive. How, what do they take the steam train and and a horse and carriage to the, like how do they? Don't you remember anything from Outlander? In 1934, they didn't have. Well, they had. Did they have cars? We have so much to Google. <laughs> That's your job. You're sitting in front of a computer. I'm also right now in the Daily Dose. Eh? I know, but three thousand. I'm just curious. How did they? Like these large families, like here are my eleven children. Let's go. Your children jump on the in the wagon and let's go see the to the quint. Yeah, it says right here approximately three thousand people per day visited the observation gallery that surrounded the outdoor playground to view the Dion sisters. Ample parking was provided, and also three million people walked through oh, the parking. gallery between nineteen thirty six and nineteen forty three. Wow. Well, you still have to park your horse. <laughs> Oh, they must have had cars in 1934, I guess. We're I'm sounding really dumb right now, but... Cars the, in 1930. So they were like living in like a zoo and people would come visit them? Oh, I don't think they called it a zoo. They were litters and zoos. We're not... <laughs> well, it's they were like in a playground surrounded by a cage and yes, people would walk cars, by. Yes, there were cars in 1934. Oh. Well, there... When were cars invented? (laughs) (laughs) 
Guess. 1912. Oh, you were out really 1912. Well, you didn't correct me. It's not like you were like, no, no, no. They had tons of cars that you were like, well, no, you can park your horse. (laughs) Don't act on your high car. (laughs) No, that was a... Go ahead. How many... What what year? Uh, uh, 1886. Well, I'm surprised. January 29th, 1886, Carl Benz applied for a patent for his vehicle powered by a gas engine. The patent number 37435 may be regarded as the birth certificate of the automobile. Oh, I guess we didn't need it. I wasn't going into like, (laughs) geez, all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden you have no time for these deets. Oh, um, Ken says 1919. No, no, no. Anyways, so that's the Dion. Qu- oh yeah, and then I knew you'd enjoy me bringing this up. There was another famous, uh, lots of kids family. Remember? Kate and plus eight. John and Kate plus eight. Uh, the Octomom. Oh. Eight, eight babies. Octomom, right? Because she had eight babies at once. Yes. Remember her? I wonder what's going on with her. Oh, okay. <laughs> you ask me, you're the sitting literally sitting in front of a machine with all of the answers in the world. Hello? That was in 2009, so The Octomom? Yeah. The family currently lives in a modest three-bedroom townhouse in Orange County and the busy mom of 14 also told the publication that she doesn't date like many people of the modern era much her much of her life is imprinted on social media do you think that's her choice i mean it would be hard to date as a single mother of 14 <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> like a single mother of one is like a challenge to date imagine yeah. you're like you go on a date you don't know who it is you're like so tell me about yourself well <laughs> i was gonna wait to the second date but i guess you should probably just know this i have i do have children oh my god well <laughs> like what are their ages two three Six, four, and then eight <laughs> at 11 years old. <laughs> 11, like, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, <laughs> 11, 11, and 11. They'd be like, sorry? Which yeah. what? And she'd be like, which part? The third 11 or? Sorry? Uh, a six. <laughs> I said three, two, three, six. Nine and eleven, 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 and eleven. <laughs> he comes over to meet the kids, and sh- and all these kids run down the stairs. Oh yeah, they have friends over from from their school. Oh really? They all look a lot alike. Yeah, no, they're just friends. When are they going home? Never. They're my kids. <laughs> she has a breakdown. <sighs> so, here's another interesting. Little ditty. Ready? Yeah. There's a British philosopher, John Gray. He um, says that cats can teach us a lot. Where's Nagi? John Gray. I know. That's um, uh, that's the guy who. I oh, think right. Wrote the from book. Outlander. Oh. Oh, I was thinking the guy who wrote the book, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Is he? <laughs> John Gray is the one that adopted William in Outlander. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of a common sounding name. We can just move on. He wrote a book called (laughs) Feline Philosophy, Cats and the Meaning of Life. Oh, 
Oh, interesting, Jen. He says, in humans, with humans, we never cease striving to be something that we are not. Cats don't do that. We can learn a lot from cats, he said. Cats, according to this author, make no such effort. They're free from the burden of questions about death, love, morality, and meaning of life. Cats instead exist simply to serve their most immediate needs and keep themselves safe from danger. We could be more like cats, Julian. I just licked my hand and ran it through my hair. It's like, um, what do you call that? Closed captioning (laughs) of our... Not closed captioning, but uh, descriptive video. Right, that's it. So what he says is, well, what I mean by that... grabs your phone and reads. Is you go back to the oranges of Western philosophy, you find that three ancient schools of philosophy says there's in the West, the skeptics, the Epicureans, and the Stoics all actually explicitly said that the goal of philosophy was relief from anxiety. The goal of philosophy was a condition they called ataraxia, an unshakable tranquility. And that's what cats have. So the next time you see the cat just lying there, sleeping all day, I think the key is you need to sleep all day. I don't know what would be more of a turnoff on a first date, saying that you have 14 kids or saying that... uh Something like, you know, I have two cats and I really identify with their philosophy. They're very (laughs) stoic in nature and philosophically, I just was drawn to them. (laughs) Hello? Are you tired? Yeah. Oh my God, you just hit a wall. I've watched it happen. (laughs) Anyway, so sometimes it is a little bit challenging getting a daily dose that doesn't talk about COVID and vaccines. But you learned today that we can all be more like cats to be happy, okay? So just have a nap on your windowsill. Okay. Or on the top of your couch. Shit in a box. Shit in a box. Lick your butt. Knock things off desks. Eat plants. Puke. Play with a tiny mouse. (laughs) (laughs) And scratch your couch. You'll be much happier. So, yeah, that's your daily dose for today. Your daily dose. Your (laughs) daily dose. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Oh, so dramatic. The finish. You just wanted to close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Rest those eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. Wendy says, speaking of cats, I know, where is Nuggy? Should I go get him? He's right there, sure. I'm going to go get him. We're wrapping up soon, though, but yeah, go, go, right, right there. We uh I'm struggling to f- pull an hour together lately. That's why it's good we're getting guests. Yeah, but we should be able to cover an hour. Especially with you, Winbeg. Mm. Should we talk more about Caitlyn Jenner? Well, yeah, careful. We're we're st- we're still live on the air, right? Hello. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there he is, Mr. Nuggles. Nuggles. <coughs> <laughs> 
fuck. Yeah, sorry. I've, I've just, I was looking at Caitlyn Jenner again. Well, what do you say, Jenny? It's got a lot to do today. Yeah, whatever you want. We're uh, getting our garden rototilled today. Are we it's, really? Yep. He's going to be here soon. Who's doing it? Oh, well, let's plug his business. If you live in Wakefield, it's Tommy Tree. Okay. Thanks for watching, everybody. Sometimes we struggle to fill an hour, but we don't have a lot of banter. So then we'll just wrap up early. Sometimes we'll have a shorty show. That's okay because, well, we do five new episodes a week. But hey, tune in tomorrow. We'll have guest Dr. Jules Cormier on the show. We'll talk all things pandemic and all things vaccines and all the fun stuff that we like to talk about, you know. to go and go review and rate our podcast. And I noticed that pretty sure our loyal listener, Wendy, went there and reviewed it. So I appreciate that. It was a really nice review. And uh, it's always nice to see that. 
It makes a big difference. We're trying to get out to as many people as we can. Like this YouTube right now. Got some likes on there. That's how traction happens. And we get out there. So we appreciate you. We We appreciate all of our listeners. The ones that watch live, listen live, but also the ones that download and subscribe and listen to the audio podcast. Sometimes you do a good job selling me on coffee. Because I'm a, I'm really hyper. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> I should maybe I just need one. Oh God, here we here go. We go. Well, I'm sure Andy Frizzelli drinks coffee. It doesn't matter who drinks it or who doesn't. I'm not. It's not. I'm not doing it for that. I'm not like, oh, he does. Oh, all right. Well, I think you're allowed to have one vice. The thing is, you ultimately don't want to do it. But I do. I really enjoy a little kick in the morning. I have to say, I needed it this morning. Yeah. Well, you're convincing me. <laughs> what? What? Oh, we're going down this road again? Yeah, I feel like you don't really want to. You're just I tired don't. today. Yeah. But it is fun to have. You know what it is? Go ahead. It's not just for energy. It's a different. I don't know. I think I think there's something that appeals to all of us to change our state of mind a little bit. Oh no, so I've had coffee and then you feel gratitude and inspired and like fired up. But it doesn't last. It does for me. Really? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? Maybe, hmm. Maybe now that you've got everything evened out, everything else, you could try coffee again? I don't want to no, encourage I had this. I had one last week. Remember? Yeah, that's true. And if... For 10 minutes, I felt great. And then I was like, oh, tired. And Maybe sitting. it's your body. I don't know. It's just different chemistry in everybody's body. Like, I love it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you. Talk about the show. Share the show. That's how we grow. We'll be back tomorrow morning with Dr. Jules. I'm excited. First thing, we're actually going to interview him right off the top of the show. Because he's got a, he's Ooh, got an Mark, hour. Mark also left a review. Thank you, Mark. Oh, beauty. I love that. That's Don't awesome. Ken says one coffee day is fine. Just so you know, I want to let you know that. Okay. He also said that cats jump on faces in the middle of the night. That's exactly why the cats do not sleep in the room with us. It's also gross. Yeah. Like to have them in the bed and stuff. I know, but he's so cute. Well, think about their their little pads, what they go through in a day. I know. The litter. The little pads. But, but just pr- pretty much litter. Like they go in the litter. And also, because I saw this, I think Bill Maher, but I didn't see the result. There's a student, like a school, like a elementary school student. <clears throat> I don't think it was high school. Who, as a science project, put lipstick on its cat's butthole to see where it would sit during the day. Mm-hmm. Because that's also gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they just have their exposed anuses. I know. And they just Yuck. put them on things. I know. You should have seen... that. Like, look at Gordy. Like, he's filthy. Oh, I thought you meant... <laughs> look at him now. I, I had like, to give him a bath last night. He hates it. But it's like the water in the bathtub was actually, like, almost black. Yeah. So bad. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Jenny, I love you. 
See you tomorrow for Friday. We'll interview Dr. Jules right off the top of the show, then continue on. And uh, that's that. We'll see you then. And until then, until then, watch then. Sorry, I keep on interrupting you, but Ken says he's going to leave a review when he gets home. Oh, beauty. Yeah. So just mentioning that all these people are inspired to mobilize. Go mobilize. You go on the uh, Apple Podcast app. We all have it on our, our on our, our, our <laughs> we all have one on <laughs> on our jeez. We all have one on our iPhones. <laughs> the purple app podcast. That's all it's called. Just go on there, search the Julian Dion show, subscribe and leave a review. Write one. If you could write a couple words. <laughs> bury the the their racist review. <laughs> that's something that's happening now. I know. Anywhoozle, thank you. Yeah, I love Thank you. Could not thank do you. this without you. Okay, good night now. See you tomorrow, and until then, watch your head. Your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time.